Sick and wrong. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Hey, greetings from mid-Michigan dudes. I just want to let you know that you guys rock. Even without Wackerly, Harrison is awesome. Steel is incredible. You guys need to keep up the great, great work, especially D, Simon. Just want to let you know tonight's uh, drunk combination is a little bit of caramel Kahlua, a little bit of caramel vodka, a little bit of Kraken, a little bit of Coke. It's a nice buzz. You guys rock. Suck my balls. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. Good evening. Welcome to Sick of Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, G. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, it's the uh, Sick of Wrong Holiday Show Spectacular Part 1. Oh, there's two parts. It's, it's, a, it's a two-parter. It's a special episode. Mm. And it's special because we have a special guest here. Lenora Claire. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Lenora, how are you hey, doing? I'm pretty good, thanks. It's been a while since we've done the radio thing. Yeah, it has been. But I mean, we've done it's it. We've done it before. Well, oh, we'll yeah. Well, you've been on. You've been on Sick and yeah, Wrong a I few have. times, but yeah. uh, in the past. But we did the Obscenesters for like a year. Yeah, that's right. But that was like was that a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'd say almost two now. Whatever. Whatever happened to that station? Um, I think they're still doing all the bottom of the barrel porn people. <laughs> I think there's still some people aging out of porn who got some time to fill and they end up over there. There was just something so sketchy. Did you yeah. ever hear about that T-Radio V? Did you see that, that show that Lenore and I did? I heard you guys talk about it. It was called The Obscene yeah. Series. It was a great show. We had a, we, yeah, we everyone liked what we did. Going. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it was just the station was so sketchy. We yeah. never made a dollar from it. No, and I got ever. questionable hugs. Like, uh, yeah. way, way, way more than I, yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely, I would almost hugs. say, yeah, it was almost like a struggle cuddle there yeah. that was it was creepy <laughs> it's really creepy that guy yeah. anyway it's good to have you in the studio yeah thanks for um, having you've me. been the news lately yeah uh, that's true t- yeah talking about your stalker <sighs> we're gonna get to that in a little bit yeah uh but first i want to talk about um holiday party i crashed I crashed someone's holiday party <laughs> yeah okay, okay. Well, partly because my company you know they, they don't really even do a holiday party you know what my company's doing they, they rented out uh uh the movie theater and we're gonna go see star wars that's our holiday party. Um, the guy I'm seeing is like dying to go to that. Do you, do you need a guest? Do you need a date? Because you should take him because I don't want to go see I, it. I, I would rather they ask me. They're like, because it's in the morning. It's like it's at 930. It's their first showing oh my God. of Star Wars. And uh, I was I was like, can we just sleep and kind of come into work at like one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, And they're like, no, you either have to be at work or you have to be at Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. Because mm. I mean, I was going to wait. Of course, I'm going to go see the movie. Yeah. It's not like I hate Star. I'm not yeah. anti-Star Wars. I'm going to go see it. It's just 
I would wait till like January or something. Well, and... isn't it close to their belief system, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that about? It, it, it is yes. in the same vein. Yes, yes it is. Yes. Um, but this past weekend, mm. I went to. Um, I was downtown, and I was with a friend of mine, and we were walking by Clifton's Cafeteria. Have you been right. to Clifton's? Yeah, I used to go the original Clifton since I was a kid. I grew up here. Have you been to the new one? I've been though? to the new one, and I got to tell you, it bums me the fuck out. It bu- it bummed me out too. Have you, have you have you ever been there? No, I've heard of I've the, heard legends. The, the amazing you know animatronic raccoon that I used to love from the time I was a little kid. Like all the things that made it fabulous and special are completely wiped away now. It's just like super gentrified, hip, douchey you know, bar. Douchey bar. I mean, it, listen, yeah. it's it's beautifully done. Like it looks really nice, but it took away all the things that made it special. Now it's like every other douchebag hang. But the, you know, before it was just this kind of. I don't know, like this cafeteria. It was like from what? The yeah, it was 40s? built. It was, no, it was earlier than that. It was built Depression era because the people that built it were like, we want to give like families who are struggling like a really nice day out. You know, like they, yeah. everyone could afford to have food, but the kids, like I would say, it looked like the Splash Mountain ride, like before you go down the drop. Well, kind of had you that know? faux wood. Yeah, like a it was cabin. like animatronic, sort of like Bigfoot, Tom of Finland, like weird natural vibe, but like like animatronic thirties was animals. It was yeah, kitschy. It was, it was but kitschy. But it was like homeless was cool. people eating pudding. You know, like it was. It was just it was a weird sketchy divey but like kind of cafeteria self yeah but very yeah. unique and like very you know that was that, that just coincidentally that was my public access tv show in new york homeless people eating pudding. yeah it's homeless a thing and, but that's no, I'm saying, but it was just it was just nice you know i figured that was some porn you have on your hard drive yeah, right. oh i'm sure um, I'm no but sure so the there. place the place was cool it was comforting it was cool it was legendary one time we went to uh david lynch art a theme yeah, yeah that, was the last thing, that, that was exactly the best place to have it yeah it was perfect and it was perfect it was yeah. such a cool spot and then these guys uh, these like entrepreneurial yeah, bar they own, owners. They own a few hot spots They own a bunch LA. of hotspots in LA. They own the Edison. They bought it, closed it down for like two years More or three years, yeah. probably four years. Yeah. And this like completely gutted Just Stripped it. it of everything gutted that made it, it unique. Yeah. Everything well, that made it unique I heard they and sank charming. about $15 million. That sounds about right. I'm sure they did. Which, it, so you know, whatever. They're not going to see that back. Come on. But now it's got like real fancy taxidermy. Yeah, There's no more animatronics. It's got, it got this fucking tree in the middle of the place that like spans four stories. It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. But uh, anyway, I was walking by and I was like with my friend. I'm like, hey, Clifton's. I haven't been to the new Clifton's yet. I want to check it out. And he's like, that place looks so douchey. Never heard of it. Yeah. I'm like, it used to not be douchey, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's a younger guy yeah. I work with. So anyway, we just walk in and like everyone's kind of wearing tuxes and like sure. really formal outfits. We just go up to the bar and like you know, order a drink. And the guy didn't charge me. So I was like, um, I'll have two more of those. So I had like four mm. drinks. We're just kind of hanging out. Then all of a sudden it dawned on me. I'm at someone's holiday right. party. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like a real holiday. Yeah. This is the kind of holiday party. It must have been like an ad agency or something. Sure. So there were a bunch of young, attractive people. Mm. Uh, there was like a guy fingering a girl up in the alcove upstairs. Oh, I mean, they, they were really? sloppy okay. drunk. Sure, yeah. Mm. Like, a, like a legit company party. That That's was what a you legit do. Yeah, company right. party. It made, yeah. me, it made me jealous. I was like, God, I, I, I've only had one company that partied like that. I've been to a few, but they're all like TV related and they get yeah. really gnarly. Yeah. But but it was this kind of thing where there's going to be some regrets and poor decisions made. Yeah. And next week, there's just going to be stories circulating yeah, yeah. through the office. Exactly. You know, and, uh, but yeah, it was funny. I mean, we ended up, uh, there were screen Legendary finger blasting. Yes. Legendary <laughs> finger blasting at the office. But, um, we've all done it. But speaking of company holiday parties, do you have, uh, do you have one in your job? Yeah. We had like a lunch for all a the, lunch. yeah. A a lunch people time. don't know, I cast reality shows. So yeah, we, we had like a nice lunch for all the people we work with. Lunch 
And they're, they're all Jews too, right? Like a <laughs> my bosses. Party. I mean, okay. I'm a Jew. I, there's only like there's like three Jews in the office, myself included. That's a lot of Jew on this show. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, so, what about you, Harrison? Do you? Uh, yeah, you, I, I have no tears to shed for you in your fucking Star Wars party. And well, if I did, <laughs> if I could set it, shed a single tear. I would use it to lube up my tender asshole. We were just talking about this um, in the car. This is like a real theme for the evening. Wait, yeah. wait, wait like what's, te- what's the line that they... This is, okay, one of Lenora's ex-boyfriends oh, used to he, say he, this. Was, he used to say, tears make the best lube. Tears make the best lube. Yeah, he, was, the he theme, was a winner. That's the theme of this show. Okay, so I will not be sending this to the guy I'm currently dating. I was thinking about it, now I'm not. <laughs> tears make the best lube. Yeah, we're, that's, yes. So speaking of which, Harrison, what about uh, your holiday party at your company? Oh, I'm, I'm going to, to San Jose to go to a uh, a Christmas party with data scientists. Mm. Data scientists. Yeah, I'll get to experience the full autism spectrum in action. (laughs) It's going to be great. So good. And the even worse about this is you're going to be up there. You don't know anybody because you're brand new. No, and it's it's Mm. mandatory, you know? And you you said there's no attractive ones. It's all lesbians, right? That work your place? No. I thought you said like you all the. Girls. No, I remember you saying that wasn't uh, there wasn't a single girl that was attractive that worked there. Like that, not I did lesbian, say that. but they're frumpy. What? <laughs> did you use the term frumpy? What do you have against lesbians? No, um, I'm not saying okay, mm. lesbians can be attractive. Man, there was you the guys wrong also word. have very different tastes in women. As someone who knows you both, so let's like not forget yeah, okay. that too. All right, That's all right. true. So it's maybe you will women. find a girl you're attracted to at the holiday party. Is there going to be alcohol involved? Yeah, there'll be alcohol. I mean, there See, better be. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know. I've never been a big fan of uh, company parties. Anything, so I don't have to feel feelings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, Hanukkah was uh, just, just ended. Yeah. Last week. Did you do anything for it? Do you? Like, I mean, I did. I was a kid. Like, you know, I'm growing up and shit. A lot now. of people don't understand that. Like, people are asking me at my work. They're like, so uh, you're Jewish. So do you do Hanukkah? Like, did you light the candle? I'm like, No. Yeah, like, not I'm like, who, Am I going to light it with my cat? Like, my me own, and my cat are going to play dreidel. My only good Hanukkah story was when in, I was in sixth grade. My dad gave me a bag of uh, those like, gold coin condoms because he's like, you know, you're in sixth Chocolate grade, coins. you'll be fu- you'll be fucking soon. And I, I opened them up because I thought they were Hanukkah gel and they were condoms. It was a gold coin condoms. How old were you? I was in sixth grade. I was twelve. <laughs> gold coin condoms. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're um, precocious though well like, yeah he was afraid he was he was you know concerned it was a couple, precocious it was a couple years. Yes. yeah you know, I was not uh, fucking in sixth grade but whatever it was just kind of funny when you expect chocolate and you're all bummed it's a condom thanks dad I, I love the chocolate coin. My, my dad used to give us we used to have all of the chocolate coins we we actually used to play dreidel as a family like, have what's you the deal that? with the chocolate co- what are we fucking pirates or are we Jews what's the problem why why is that a thing how did that it's, become a thing it's like just your Jew gold like money mm. yeah exactly oh right okay. money you know, I mean, come on and you collect it mm. and the thing I, know, is, I know you're only half a Jew but you know yeah. it's money money is well good. you play dreidel for the chocolate coins yeah and whoever you know hoards the Jew gold we yeah. didn't get that <laughs> we didn't get that involved you know the way. what did you do for uh, Hanukkah because you, you're we had a, a dinner you know so, but I mean, did you do like eight days of gifts? Or no, no, did you no. mostly just I mean, do you Christmas? mean eight days of shitty gifts? They, <laughs> they give you small. Yeah, it's not like Christmas. It's yeah. like here's some socks. Some I, I was talking pencils. to my my ex girlfriend about that, and she's like, you know, when she grew up in like La Jolla and which is oh, an affluent area of San Diego, Diego and she goes, I think maybe your parents kind of just had shit, you know, gave shitty Hanukkah no. gifts because my she was like my my friends like would get like a BMW. 
And I was like, okay, well. My dad was a doctor and he didn't do that. So no. I was like, yo, okay, my dad, my parents would give us like socks. Yeah, yeah. Know, it was for me, it was like, it was all book. little gifts until the like, the final, the final night where day. you got your one big gift, whatever that was. But my, my one big gift would be like a Nintendo game. Like I get like Legend oh. of Zelda, like oh. that, which was fine for me. I all was right, like, well, you know, I thought that would be great. My, mine went a little bigger than that, but not BMW. But bigger. like the Christian kids would just get showered with yeah. gifts, you know? Yeah. So is that what happened with you? you guys like what was what was the harrison family christmas like i'm very interested was, Do you, you know, know <laughs> I, it's you know me and my mom that's christmas there you go do you have any uh siblings or anything Come no on. no nothing no one no uh no interaction no i was family. an only child what of, of course now i have like fucking 27 siblings and your mom is really nice i met her I we went to dinner. he has a very nice mom so mm. would you go to the movies no we'd celebrate christmas my mother was catholic but I mean, what do you do? Like, just say, I, I just don't understand what you, you people open, do on Christmas. You open your presents. Wait, but do you... And then I go, and then I'm like, fuck off, Ma, I'm going to go play fucking Kid Icarus. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to go play Nintendo <laughs> for the rest of the day. That's what I guess it is. that's pretty much what every yeah. kid does. You know? Yeah. Sure. I just hated Christmas for me because all my friends are preoccupied. Right. I got Chinese food in a movie. Like, I'm so fine with well, that. That's what we would do. <laughs> you guys yeah. didn't have trees? We're no. Jews. We were full Jews. My, my uncle was VP of Manischewitz. That's how Jewy we are. My yeah, dad was a doctor from Brooklyn. Let's like VP so Jew. VP of Manischewitz. <laughs> my uncle was. I mean, VP my of relatives never went to the temple. They didn't do. You know, they ate pork. They didn't give a shit. You know. So, the, but the, so they probably got a tree just because it's festive. Uh, no, nah, my Bubby and Zadie, they didn't get a tree. <laughs> Bubby and Zadie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? My family would. Of course, we wouldn't have a tree. Like even my sister now, it's like a big deal with her. Mm. Uh, her husband is yeah. a, uh, a non-Jew, and he, you know, he's wanted a tree, and uh, she, she'll never allow him. Oh. My Zadie was known for quoting the saddest parts of Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> one of the fun things. One of the fun things about him. Would it be too much, Lord, to be rich? Oh God. To be healthy okay. he was he was a load of fun you kidding me? yeah tons of fun that guy my dad would always sing sunrise sunset mm. like all the time <laughs> you know? just like like humming it uh, he, like he it would like get yeah and get thing. really emotional yeah it's very so when, when did you first learn that santa is a lie like everything your parents have been telling you about this guy this this cherubic iconic figure is just a lie when did you learn this and how did how did you take it how did, did you internalize it um, I first learned it when I read the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. <laughs> Is that what your family did every yeah. Christmas? You yep. just sat around reading mm. that? <laughs> That's good Christmas reading. I remember when I was a kid, so my parents were very just honest about things like that. And they're like, no, because I mean, you, you're in you're in school. And then most like most of the areas that I that, that I lived in, I mean, it was like there's like three Jews in the, in the school. Right. And so all these kids celebrating Christmas, and I was just like, you know, I want to get a gift from this like fat guy with a beard. I mean, this sounds awesome. Like, what, can we do this? And my mom's like, no, it, that's for Christian kids. And I was like, well, why? She goes, because it's, it's just their parents. It's not really, there's no guy that yeah. does that. And so then I went to school, I think I was like five or something. And I was like, your, your parents are totally lying to you about this. That, that guy doesn't even exist. And like a bunch of kids started crying. Yeah, I mean, how, how are you going to run a hedge fund if you still have a sense of wonder, you know? 
How are you going to pull that off? Yeah, you can't. Mm. When did you first? Did your parents just tell you about it? Yeah, they were, you know, like, it was no like big deal. She didn't give a shit, you know? I just, I always wonder from like a, I guess maybe the audience can call in about this, but like when, it, when you're a Christian kid, does it bum you out? Like, are you upset about it? Like, I, I don't, don't remember, know. but probably. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, I, I would mm. probably be like, like the Easter Bunny. It's like, I never really thought that that was something real. No, you know what? I didn't get upset because it was like, I, I just, the logic of Santa never made any sense to me. It actually like vexed me. Like it was like, how does he get, how is he going to know what I want? And how does he get, the, it's so you're always, so you're saying you were always you. You were always yeah, just yeah. like having a, it's logistically impossible. Over. Mom, it's logistically yes. impossible for him to, to go to every house. <laughs> yes. You know, just, <clears throat> I don't care how fast the fucking thing is. I think uh, it would cause me anxiety too though. Yeah. No, it really upset me once, once it was like, oh, so it's just you. So I can just fucking tell you what I want. And then, you know, well, no, I mean, it. if you think about it, it's, it's like now I got to worry about every single thing I did this year. If, if I did something that was bad or good, I'm not going to get a gift. I mean, I think that would be a major source of anxiety. Preparing you for Big Brother. Yeah, that's exactly what it, what it is. is. So you know? maybe, maybe it was, yeah. I mean, sense. with us, it was just like they'd instill you with this deep feeling of guilt for everything, <laughs> you know, and, which is fine. And, right. You know, but I could deal with that. But this whole thing of like this test at the end of the year, whether or not you're going to get a gift, that would vex me. I mean, you got to do some fucked up shit to not get a gift. You know what I mean? At Christmas. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I wonder. I, mm. I, I have no idea. Like, I've never. Yeah. yeah I've I mean, never, I don't. You know. I don't. You know, I don't really know the the. Uh, you know the the morals and ethical systems of a fat immortal. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not really familiar with that. So did, did you have to do the mall Santa thing? I want to go to Black Santa. Do you guys want to go with me? What's yeah. Black Santa? In Cren- on Crenshaw, there's like a Black Santa. There's a Black Santa yeah. that you can sit yeah. on? Yeah, and I hear I hear the elves are essentially Bushwick Bill, you know? Like, that's more or less what it's going wait, wait, wait. In Crenshaw, which yeah, is South at, Central, at the mall. basically. Yeah, at the mall, like, there's a Black, there's a Black Santa. Santa. I want to go so bad. Midget or dwarf Dwarf. Elves. Dwarf. Dwarf. Mm. Dwarf. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think you're even... Okay, whatever. I, I want to go. You can say dwarf. dwarf can you? Because it's dwarfism. They prefer but, little people is an absolute yeah, they, preferred term, yeah. but dwarfism is acceptable. So there's two the African American little people. I don't know how many, but there's a few. But there's a black. Santa. We have to do this, and you know, let's, I know. Let's I'm do saying. this. All right, this is a photo op. This is going to be I'm the saying, second I'm round Christmas card. Santa. This is going to be kind of cool. Mm. Um, have you ever heard of uh, SantaCon? Yes, because that, uh, yes, I was one weirdo. And you know, I was reading about it today. <sighs> but Vice Magazine had an interview with uh, one of the founders. Bunch of dorks. Uh, this founder guy hates it. He hates yeah. what it's become. Yeah. Apparently, this guy was a member of the Cacophony Society. Right, yeah. And, I, and I guess it started back in like the 90s. Yeah, when this kind of stuff was fun and fresh and like quirky and now it's just fucking retarded. There are only like 20 people. Yeah. And the, the whole thing was like take back Christmas from the yeah. Santa like, Con is the worst thing that white people have done since the Holocaust. <laughs> in my it's, opinion. It's pretty bad. There's a, there's a lot yeah. of bad things. No, yeah. it's, 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 pretty, pretty it's pretty bad. Mm. Well, the, the whole idea of it, like do they do it in London and other major they do cities? It, they do it all over the place. I don't know if they do it in Europe, but they do it all over the country here. Well, now they do it over, it's an annual tradition in over a hundred cities. Yeah, they say, you know, it's worldwide. It says New York City alone, 30,000 Santas took the streets. Drunking, drunk, drinking, (laughs) peeing on each other, uh, fighting, fucking. See, but if it was like fulsome, but they were dressed like Santa, I'd like it. That's cool. (laughs) That would be fun. But these are just, yeah, you know what? They're they're just too... uh... Yeah, this, this guy said, you know, we had no intention of creating some giant stupid wave of marauding crimson that was going to sweep across the planet because there were just 33 people in the beginning, yeah. you know, and then and now look what it's become. 
It's like, what can you do? Can you just shut it down? Why can't Why can't they shut that down? I don't I know. Because idiots that, are still going to do thing. it. You know yeah, I mean? they're you just, they're just find, they'll just find some new dumb shit. Like, it doesn't mm. really matter. You know but what I mean? It's, it's a whole flash, it's a mob, flash mob. That yeah, flash exactly. mob mentality. And this yeah. whole thing with you get these fucking Santas running around. Although, you know, I did have a really good idea for a flash mob back when those things were relevant. I wanted to do Love is a Battlefield Earth in front of the Scientology Center mm. and do the Pat Benatar thing. I thought it'd be kind of funny to dress up like the characters. Yeah, but like, you know, that was like. With the cyclo makeup and everything. The whole thing. Yeah. I thought that should be cool. Yeah, I'd like that. But that's, that's, you know, it's hardly relevant anymore. Love is a battlefield earth. Earth, it's good, right? Yeah, I kind of like that. I know. I didn't do it. Uh, that might work. I, yeah. You know, I kind of avoid uh, the I can't, flash you cannot do thing. a flash mob now. This is so many, this is too, too many years late. It's just the, I'm not going to be twerking thing. or whatever, yeah. you know, past fat. Like, so no, I, I read that uh, Dick Van Dyke just turned 90. That's right. A big party and Disneyland. And they did a big flash mob and uh, like everyone's wearing like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Fucking Mary Poppins. That's fine. He earned it. He's 90 years old. I mean, whatever. Let, him, know, let him have a Did throw. you know Kirk Douglas just turned 90? He's, no, he's older than that. He's Isn't older he? than I 90? I think he's older than that, right? Wow. Can, can you even believe that guy's still alive? That's amazing. It's amazing. No, yeah. he's cool. And Dick Van Dyke's still alive? Old dudes, mm. yeah. I never would have even thought that. Yeah. What do well, those I guys do all day? I don't think they're raging. I think they're probably pretty sensible. You <laughs> know, like they're not... Maybe. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. Well, is, I just, doesn't Kirk Douglas have some kind of problem? Mm-hmm. Right? He said multiple strokes. M- Michael right. Douglas. No, well, no, Kirk. He's had multiple <laughs> he has, strokes. He no. just has he's HPV had, or he's, something. Right, he's in his fine. throat. Yeah, yeah. He's but no, right. he's just had strokes. You know, right. age appropriate. Didn't he get it from uh, oral sex? With, yes. Uh, what's her name? With well, that could have been anybody. Why are you blaming her? <laughs> I'm sure he had other partners in his life. Let's not place the blame on her. Yeah, like you get it from oral sex. I have a date with Catherine. Jessica sure. Why? Why couldn't you? I have to wash my foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to be Michael Douglas? I don't know. Oh, no, I don't even know what's going on. Where are you going with this, yeah. Harrison? I like I it, though. Yeah. I know. Drink some more eggnog. Mm. You know, my sister got me some really weird Mexican eggnog, if you oh. guys want to try it. I would. You would try it? I would try it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, whatever. All right. In a second, I'll sure. take a break, and I will go get the Mexican eggnog. It doesn't, mm. I doesn't, it doesn't look very appetizing, but. But I love like a horchata. So all right, all right. Not. You might like it. I mean, I'm swigging white wine here. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, I'm going to go home and watch Scandal. Which, can I just tell you, I always you know? make fun of Andrew at the grocery store because it's nothing but white wine and cat food. <laughs> I always call it the Krabappel baskets. Uh, and, and let's not forget microwavable dinners. <laughs> microwavable dinners. White wine and cat dinners food. Every time we're at the grocery store, because we sometimes run errands together, I always laugh. I make fun of him. And it's really funny. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should Krabappel, get... chef's lonely heart soup for one. <laughs> we should get like a portrait made of that. It's, it's really cute. Yeah. Bad. Like a nice, like. Just we, Andrew pushing like, a shopping cart. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's, it's like the, the one, you know. You can cool. use it at my fucking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So um I wanna I wanna chat with you, Lenora, about yeah. the uh the, the news that you're the, the oh, about yeah. uh, cloud star chaser, your yeah. cyber stalker. <laughs> it's not it's just a cyber stalker, he stalked me in it, real life. Too. Cyber stalker. Now this guy's like a real legitimate stalker. He's like at a professional level of stalker. Yeah. Do you want me to tell the whole story? Well, you know, I'll get to that. It, um you've been in the news a lot lately. You've been in New York Times, you've been in the Huffington Post, you've been in the Not uh, Huff Post yet. I think they're gonna Huff cover Post? it. Not okay. yet. I think they will. But. Are you were on Jezebel?
Jezebel. I read an article. Yeah, Jezebel to the big story. Yeah. Um, but not only so are you, are you highlighting stalking, but you're you're actually going to affect a change in legislation I when it comes lobby- to cyber I created two laws. I'm lobbying. I'm working with the uh, the deputy DA in LA, and then I just a senator contacted me. I'm not going to say. It. Well, I mean, you'll you'll hear about it soon enough. Um, to because I literally created two laws. I'm lobbying for them, and I'm going to get that shit passed, and I'm going to change stuff. So yeah, no, I mean, this is, I'm I am. Uh, I'm going to go to Sacramento. Yeah, I am blown <laughs> away by it. You're actually yeah. making change here. Yeah. So it's a lot of media attention right th- right now. And uh, th- this guy, though, I mean, this isn't just something that's new. This guy's been stalking you for a while. Oh, me, Ivanka Trump, and various other people. I mean, he's a horrible schizophrenic. Um, yeah, he sends r- nearly daily rape threats, death threats to my boss. He wrote an entire huge, long um, rape fantasy called Lord of the Racks, which was Lord of um, the Racks. It was, it was Lord of the Rings themed rape fantasy where I get raped by hobbits. I mean, this is like what I wake up to every day. These like long, insane uh, schizophrenic ramblings. He, this guy's a real nutter, though. Yeah, I mean, he, he openly tweets about stalking me like it's not up for dispute. He talks about it. You know, he, he talks about how he has to kidnap me because I have special power. And he needs my special powers. I'm not going to like it at first when I'm kidnapped. But when he kidnaps me, he'll take my powers and then fight ISIS. So that's for all you guys, apparently. So his name, yeah. his real name is Justin Masler. Justin Masler, But yeah. his, he goes by Cloud Star Chaser. Legally changed other, uh, as Cloud. Oh, but he also thinks he's Jesus, yeah, Harry Potter, Jesus, Superman. Yeah, Jesus, Harry Potter, Superman. But you know. Cloud Star Chaser, though, yeah. is his, um, that's, that's that's his the... yeah, moniker that he goes by. Yep. So... When did you first meet this guy? When did you first yeah, meet sure. Mr. Cloud? Um, so back in 2011, I opened up a gallery and I had gotten one. Of the, I was one of the LA Weekly People of the Year. If you're not from LA, that's like the big magazine around here. And I had like a nice profile and a photo. And it was like a whole page article and stuff. So I guess what I didn't know prior to this was that he had um, been arrested multiple times for stalking Ivanka Trump. He tried to kill himself in her store. And after, he tried to kill himself yes, in her did. store? Yes, he did. He certainly did. So mm. after his many arrests and in and out of mental institutions, he's a diagnosed schizophrenic. Um, he jumped bail, came to Los Angeles, saw me in the magazine, which listed the gallery that I had. Then he came to the gallery and he was wearing a spacesuit. He was like 28 years old. So he wasn't that far off in age from me. And I just thought it was like an art prank. I thought it was funny. I mean, like I speak freak. I'm used to weirdos. My tolerance for what's weird so is like way beyond. So he's wearing a space suit. He's wearing suit. a spacesuit. He walks He up walks to in. You. I have my friend take his photo because I think it's funny. Um, he starts talking to me about graphic novels and he's like, oh, I like the Invisibles. Me too. So I'm like, okay, just a weirdo, whatever. Like a million I mean, people I know. Yeah, I was about to say, I'll tell you. It wasn't that crazy. That you know right. And, and they start telling like, me that I look like various. Like, like me and Harrison. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. It could be, it, it's not. <laughs> so they start telling me I look like various red haired cartoon people like Jessica Rabbit or Lilu from The Fifth Element or Ragged Robin from The Invisibles. And I, you know, I hear that a lot. So I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. And then he looks at me and I'll never forget. It, and he goes, and you're a supreme being like Lilu from The Fifth Element. And I'm going to stalk you. I went, what? And he repeated it again, like me right in the eye. And I could like see that weird, like schizophrenic split where so eyes just turned into yeah. spirals. Mm. And he looks at me and he goes, and I'm going to stalk you. So I'm like, oh shit. And I push him out the gate and I lock the gate. I run inside. I tell my friends and we just kind of have like a creepy laugh about it. Like, like ew, what was that? Yeah, right. Yeah. So then a couple days later, a bunch of my friends are like, oh my God, and start sending me various like New York Post articles and stuff. As it turns out, the Trumps had hired bounty hunters to extradite him back to New York. So then he goes to New York and he starts, he's like in Bellevue and Rikers Island are sending me these crazy letters and that's when it began. So he did get arrested for it. He did some time? For Ivanka? Yeah, many times. He's had many, but many you arrests. I think they'd send him to like a mental hospital. They did and they send you back out. It doesn't matter. They don't keep you forever. See, it's a revolving door. It's a revolving kind of door. And uh, I was reading in New York City stalking just a misdemeanor. 
So oftentimes you don't even get sent away at all. Oftentimes you don't even get arrested because it's he said, she said, and they make you feel like such shit unless you catch somebody in the act filming them or have some way to, you know, definitively prove it that, believe me, that's so, okay, so this then escalates and starts turning into rape and then kidnap and death threats. I have this mountain of evidence. So is he sending you things on a daily Daily, basis? Daily, daily, On Twitter? Daily. I I block whatever outlet and then he just creates a new one. This is a daily occurrence. I can give you probably about a thousand or so emails. Just an example, I was reading one of the emails here. This is is an email you got. He says, I see at every Scientology center how I can reach the secret spaceship level where you fight Xenu as space heroes with Tom Cruise. Um, They always act brainwashed like they don't know anything when when they all clearly do. Now, Lenora, I'll rescue you from brainwashing because you really have great tits. And I'm sure that if I could unbrainwash you and you could see I'm really... The real Clark Kent Superman you told me into me so I could titty fuck you and come all over your face, which is the goal here. Yeah, that's like one of his lighter emails, but that's pretty, <laughs> you know, emails. it's like I, I pretty much wake up every day of my life to some bullshit like that. And then I feel like Jesus. go to work and try and be a normal person. Yeah. And you know, he, he sends it to my work. He knows where I work. Okay. Like he sent my boss a death threat. So everybody in my office was like, wait a second. He tried to kill himself in Ivanka's store. Is he going to come here? You know, and so I have to, it's a real problem. Um, there's, there's more to it. So I then take all this evidence to the LAPD because prior to this happening to me, I was always under the assumption, okay, you have death threats from... Um, you know, a, a, someone who's a diagnosed schizophrenic, like, okay, they're going to do something. No, LAPD, they, they didn't even pretend to give a shit. Like, I asked them to track his ISP so I know where he was, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Did they assign someone to the case? Barely. They, like, photo, they photocopied some of my stuff. See, apparently, okay, there's a unit called the Threat Management Unit, which is, like, the elite stalking unit, which we're going to get to that part of the story. I went on a show called Crime Watch Daily, which is a new syndicated show on the CW um, that's going to air in a couple of days. And so when I went on that show, because like, here's the thing the cops didn't do shit for me I work in TV I know a lot of people I'm not going to just take this so um, through, some, through my connections I got on the show I, I got teamed up with the deputy district attorney Rhonda Saunders who's amazing she wrote the original stalking laws in California in the 90s um, I pitched my two ideas for laws to her the first one is okay so here's the problem I, I can be or I can get a restraining order because I have enough evidence but he can't be served because the way that it works everywhere is you have to have an address and he's a homeless drifter so there's no address of how well, to serve him that's what I was wondering it's like, I mean, you know, so uh, Crime Watch, do, they send a, do they send detectives or bounty hunters? Like, how do you find well, this that's, guy? that's the thing. Exactly. Like, most people don't have that. So, so the first law that I want to create is the ability to send a restraining order via email. If you can threaten my life via email, then I should be able to protect it over email. You can send a foreclosure notice over email. There's a lot of documents you can send over email. Let's make the technology, like, you know, reflect things in, in, with the laws here. Like, let's Would get you with disguise it. it as something? Doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. Like, I just like, want to send it via email. Right. Like, this is your email. You're, th- you're telling me you want to so kill me. you get it if, in your inbox. Correct. And so I, I want to work with Google and have, provide read receipts. There's very various things to do that. But my point is, if you're going to send me from this email something that says, I'm going to kill you, rape you, whatever, that I should be able to return back to you on that same email and say, you now have a protective order. Do not contact me. If you violate it, you go to jail. Yeah. So that's the first thing. That, that's just like common sense. The second thing that I want to pass is I created a stalker registry, which is similar to like the sex offender registry. You know, people are online dating. You should be able to look a motherfucker up. You should be able to look and see what's 
you know, and, and if you have multiple arrests and violations, men, men and women, everybody. Here? Why would it? Okay, why would it? Be, it has nothing to do yeah. with gender. You know, yeah. I mean, women, women, can women stalk are stalkers too. too. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. Like, Tell me on. about it. Yeah, exactly. So and then you know, I'm sorry, but like you know what, you should be able to have to if you're like a multiple repeat offender, you should wear an ankle bracelet, and I should be able to track you and know where you are. If it's gonna save my life, you've taken away my freedom enough. You you know, it's like let's get well, real I mean, about what it. What you're doing is you're preempting something that yeah, could well, be much that, worse. That's what I talk. That, that's what I talk about on the show. I don't understand why they don't have a stalker registry. Listen, I said it all. I said it directly on the show. I said the problem with the laws now is they're reactionary, you know, instead of preventative. I do not want a Lenora law after I'm dead. I don't need all of my friends getting together and like crying in front. You know, make, no, fuck this. Like, I want to make this law before I'm dead and make it so it actually helps people. So, you know, I'm I'm loud. I have, you know, I'm, not, I'm not not stopping. No, you, you, know. you, you have connections and yeah. you, you can do something like this. But yeah, I am. I think the difference, and, I, and this is what I kind of want to highlight, Ivanka Trump. Kardashian, they yeah. can hire, hire a security detail that yes. can keep this guy. Yes. I mean, I'm sure Ivanka Trump or Donald went out and got like seven sure. bodyguards and, and, for and, right. And that's, you don't have the means that's to do precisely this. that. I talk about on the show. There's a class of people like myself, you guys included, who like do something that get a little more attention than the regular person. But you're not a celebrity. You're not in the gated community. That, you know, especially with social media, stalking's only going to increase because people think they know you. They have geotagging. They can really find you. It's a really tricky thing. So I discussed some preventative measures for that as well just some common sense kind of stuff so th- those are all super valid points and um you know it's, but i mean it's like what can you do though it's, well it's, that's, a, that's just point. that's just it yeah. and then i've had like some assholes are like well just turn off your social media well i cast reality shows i get hired for my social media so actually i can't i don't have that luxury of just like putting everything on private because i i cast shows and i why do i have to go in hiding because there's some freak that like you know wants to rape me with hobbits and, you know? and that's what i think like the, the lapd and and other people that would see that be like oh well she's just getting these funny stories these funny no, emails and things me like in that person. this actually though has adversely affected your life yeah of course you it has death threats to your boss yeah it's cost you work yeah it cost me a modeling job i don't want to say the makeup company but i was going to be in a very high-end uh, makeup tutorial thing for a major makeup company that you can see in stores everywhere um they didn't want to work with me because he attacked their youtube page um, I was dating a celebrity for a while while this was going on and he was very disturbed by it. He kind of had the attitude of like, oh, I'm famous and I don't even get this. So <laughs> Wait, he was jealous that you're no, 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 he, wasn't, he, he wasn't jealous. He just sort of like <laughs> was kind of weird about it. Um, luckily, the person I'm seeing now is cool, but in the past, it definitely guys were, you know, not so into it. Yeah, I, I would be a little I, freaked I, out I actually, uh, I read that the victims of revenge porn, actually, when they would go to the cops and be like, you know, this is all over the internet, you know, these pictures of me and whatever. And the cops would be like, yeah, just uh, turn off your computer. Yeah, that's, that's, turn, say turn that's more or less computer. the gist of how yeah. I, was, I was treated. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing, too. So it's a multi-tier problem. I mean, obviously, it's how we deal with the mentally ill. That's a whole other discussion. Um, then it's about training law enforcement agencies how to properly handle, like, their bedside manner. First of all, the laws don't exist to protect us, but even the agencies don't know how to deal with us when we come in as a victim. So there's many levels of things that need to be addressed, and I'm talking about it in every form of media to anyone who will listen. So, so, what, is, uh, so what happened on CrimeWatch? Are they going to send bounty yeah. hunters well, after this guy? Well, Dog, the bounty hunter, going to well, find him? okay. So there was a PI on the show, but he could only do so much without permission from the... I'll just say it's an open investigation with the LAPD and other agencies. I don't want to say too much, but he's he's 
So the guy's out there right now. And people, let's just say that law enforcement agencies are aware of him. I certainly hope they're doing more than I know about. For all I know, maybe they're doing something that's effective, but they've not told me anything. I'm no safer than I... They haven't found him yet, though. No, which, which, again, like, I feel like I can go on Reddit and just put his stuff up on there and a bunch of people, like tech guys, could find it in five minutes. Like, he's not hiding. He's not hiding. He's, like, Mm -hmm. making YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Like, he's not hiding. So, I... The cops are Luddites, though. I didn't do they even have... they have people there. to do it. They just aren't doing it. Like, you, come on. I just don't think they care. You really don't see it. Exactly. Yeah, they they don't, don't care. care. They don't care until I'm dead. Yeah, until something <laughs> actually happens. Yeah. I mean, if he's sending emails from a public library, you can see that actually. That's email. my point. I yeah. think I, one, one of the videos, he's clearly in an Apple store. Hmm. I can see it. So have you heard from him like the like Every the day, week? even today. Still, even today, every day. he sent you I can show you. Yes, every day. Jesus. God. And say, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't even know. It, it, you get to the point where it's like, are you getting used to it? You can never get I mean, used to it, though. You know, it, it, it keeps escalating. So, like, yeah, there's a certain level of like, here's my stalker emails. Let me put it in the folder with all the other hundreds of other ones. I mean, the, the, but at the same time, then I start to get pissed because, like, it, you know, it affects your whole day when you wake up to something like that. You're like, especially with the really, like, sexual ones are really creepy. Yeah. That's, well, the thing is, I mean, I was reading something where uh, I think it was uh, uh, Rhonda Saunders was saying she's like, stalking she's great. is hard to prosecute because it isn't incident based, like right. robbery or assault. Right. You know, it's something that happens, a lot of action over a period of time. Yeah, she but said I mean, she's you have more be. than enough evidence. Oh, though. yeah. I mean, no one's, he, he tweets about stalking me. He talks about it. He, he he tells me all the reasons why he stalks me. So, like, that's not really open for discussion. It's, he's telling you why but, he's stalking and, me. And uh, in here, you know, I mean, in California, though, treats it as a felony. Yeah, but again. But they're not going to prosecute. It's exactly. I haven't even gotten to the level of where he's been served yet. So, you see what I mean? It's like cool nothing has happened other than me being like you know bombarded with this so so what's going to happen next what are the next steps here i well, mean you uh, weren't you contacted by uh, the legislator or uh, yeah this, i don't or i don't, don't want to say who but yes yeah. a, a, a very high-ranking political official uh contacted me um so i'll be meeting with him i guess he's very interested in reforming the laws about stalker so i'm very excited to talk to him um, and then, you know, hopefully he takes it to state Senate and we get it approved and then, you know, something like a, on a larger national level, but at the very least I can start with my own state and I'm really, we're going to do that. You can see what we you know, I'm, I'm hoping that there's going to be some change in this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, hoping they I'm catch this guy. Listen, I mean, seriously, this guy should be off the streets. Yeah. It's like, you know, at, at this point, yeah, like, these people I'm not are always get... harmless until they're not. Well, you know? but, this, but, this guy's but, not, but Rhonda though. Saunders I mean, even reading I mean, the email says that she thinks he has mass shooter potential. He oh, said, yeah. here's the thing. He was he was a one percenter. He was from a very wealthy family. He was a Harvard bound star athlete before his schizophrenia. So in his mind, he's still that like hotshot rich kid dude, you know. So he thinks he should be able to hook up with Ivanka or me or whoever he wants. And he's pissed. He's not getting laid. He's an entire blog talking about how he's obsessed with big boobs, by the way. Go figure. And he's just talking about. All, all he wants is a big boob girlfriend, but no girl will talk to him. He's like very sexually like frustrated. If he, I hope he's hearing this right now. You're never going to get boobs in your life, dude. Like no one wants to deal with you. But like he's pissed. He's not getting the boobs in his face that he wants. And he's like, that's that's who goes and but, shoots but, shit but, up. But the guy's fractured, though. He's divorced from reality. He's got. Oh, like, he's schizophrenic. Yeah, he's he's not anywhere in reality. And, and that's the thing. I mean, he's a dangerous individual. Totally. And the dangerous. fact that the that the, the police aren't taking this seriously. That's the problem. Oh, he. The latest is I have many letters about him talking about how he's going to kill Jacob Rothschild. 
<laughs> he's like, that's like a very specific target. Oh, mm, he, yeah. He's going to kill him with his, bad, his bare hands for what he did. He, he blames him for 9-11. It's a very weird fantasy that yeah. he has. In yeah. Well, did, did, does he want to defeat ISIS with your he powers wants to defeat, or something? He, well, he needs my powers. Yeah. Okay. Like I, in his I, mind. Your essence. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Your yeah. bodily fluids. Right. All right. Well, Lenora, you know, good. Good luck with everything. Thank um, you. I'm, I'm really hoping you're successful with uh, changing laws, and uh, I, I hope they catch this guy. Yeah, they have to. Like, Jesus, he's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we gotta we gotta listen to a word from our sponsor real quick, and then we come back. We're gonna talk about depressing Christmas songs. All right. You've been nice all year, but now you're feeling just a little naughty. Well, Adam and Eve knows exactly how to help you with that. Through New Year's, when you order that special naughty gift, you'll get 50% off almost any one item. But that's not all. You'll also get a naughty and nice kit, free with your purchase. Your kit will come with a special item for him, an adult toy for her, and something you'll enjoy unwrapping together. Plus, free shipping on your entire order. Adam and Eve has gift items that are perfect for him or her. Try an adventurous adult toy, a spicy movie, or even a new slippery sensation. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special holiday offer. Get 50% off one item, a free Naughty and Nice kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at adamandeve.com. All right, before we get into the depressing Christmas songs that I got queued up here, um, we have some of this weird Mexican eggnog. Can you even read it? Um, I just know that from my rudimentary Spanish that it's got a high alcohol volume. It must have, <laughs> what are they putting in, like Mexican eggnog, tequila? Uh yeah, I think it is tequila actually. So, so my sister yep. went. My sister went to Puerto Vallarta not that long ago, and mm-hmm. she brings me back these things. I thought it was hot sauce. Doesn't it look like hot sauce? It does. Yeah. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I was I was going to put it in my food, and then I asked her. I was like, "What is this stuff? It's very viscous looking." It's that's kinda... not even Spanish. That's actually Mayan for shit. Shit yourself for a week. <laughs> I, yes. I, I what it look says. at this stuff. Yeah. It's like kind of caramel color. Let, let's mm-hmm. try it. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay. To to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, boys. All right, let's do it. Wow, it tastes like butterscotch, kind of. It's not that like, bad. I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, actually, it's mm. not that bad. What does yours taste like? Like Christmas cum. <laughs> you know, it tastes like those lifesavers, those butter rum lifesavers yeah, that your not, grandpa had like, in his pocket. That's not actually that bad. Where are originals? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised. Gotta have a little holiday Back in knob. the day, we used to eat Werther's Originals. I had a friend who had nipples that looked like Werther's Originals. <laughs> <laughs> Did they taste like them? No, they just look like them. They oh, were like okay. weird innie nipples that looked like them. That's creepy. <laughs> All right, uh, Christmas music, uh, Christmas time, the fest, you know, the, the whole festive uh, thing of the holidays. Everyone always connotes it with like Christmas songs. That's one mm. of my most hated things about Christmas. Like right now, you walk around. like I work, You can't go to the store. I work by the Americana. Mm. You know that mall in Glendale? Oh yeah, that mall that's like that's basically it. like what America would be like if the Nazis won World it, War II. Exactly, it's, it's, it's like yeah. man the high castle kind of shit. Yeah, but you walk by it and they're just blasting Christmas songs like the whole time. It's uh, mm. I, it, it drives me fucking nuts. Mm. I, just, I go by, just walk by, scowling. Now I bring headphones so I don't have to listen to it because I'll hear it every day on my walk to work. 
So it's just the worst, the worst time of year. Anyway, the thing is with Christmas, you got all those Christmas songs that everybody knows, like Jingle Bell Rock and all those famous ones. But there's a lot of really depressing Christmas songs. Christmas is one of the most depressing holidays. It is. You know, it's a lot of, a lot what's, of people, what's more depressing? Wait, you said it's one of the most. What's more? It's the most depressing. Valentine's Day can be pretty depressing for people. Uh, you know, but I mean, Christmas, though, it's, it's so because Christmas is almost worse <clears> than Valentine's <throat> Day. Sure, you're not getting laid. You can go jack off. But Christmas yeah. is like, you, like at one time you had a family. <laughs> yeah, it's like all you the know? ways your life is not perfect. Let's <laughs> tell you. Something happened. Let's let you, you know, know. My whole thing, my Christmas tradition in a sense, I guess it's still kind of my Christmas tradition here, is I would just go and try to find the saddest bar. They could possibly find. Mm. And you just see these people just there that have nowhere else to spend the holiday. You know, and, and you just kind of, it just, that's what Christmas means to me. Mm. You know, some, some, there were some poor choices that were made just to be there, but it's been a while since I've done that's that. That's a strip club in the daytime, though, too. If yeah, you oh, yeah, see. that's true. When, I, when I'm casting shows, people with bad tattoos, I go to strip clubs in the daytime. <laughs> so I guess strip club in the daytime is basically Christmas for uh, people who uh, people. fucked up. Yes. Yeah, well, what if you people. want the legs and eggs buffet, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the legs and eggs buffet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I was reading on, a, on, a, on, on the interwebs about a d- depressing Christmas music. So let's go through a few songs. One of my favorite favorite Christmas my favorite Christmas song is actually on this list I don't find it depressing Fairy Tale of New York oh yeah 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 with the yeah. Pogues he got new teeth though what's up with that Shane McGowan got his teeth he, replaced he got new teeth go look it up no way yes he did go do it it's that really was weird. like a Hallmark feature I know I'm telling you go google it you'll be really like Jesus, weird he got his teeth yeah, every time I hear about that guy I always think he OD'd like 20 years ago <laughs> but he didn't but, well he did but he survived yeah he's That's, one of know. those medical anomalies yeah. so I'm like why is that guy still alive you know, there's a few right. people like that. Um, so, Fairytale New York's on there. Uh, you got uh, Tom Waits. Was that a, a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis? Sure, that's yep. a great. That's a that's great there. song. I don't even find that depressing. Uh, but what else do we have here? Moving on. All right, here's here's one from John, Mr. John Denver. John Denver. This is a great song. What was yeah. it called? Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. <laughs> New teeth. Wow, he does have new teeth. Wow, this is just, this is just depressing. I mean, I imagine this probably happens in a lot of families. Yeah, you know, dad gets really drunk, knocks mama out on Christmas Eve, family cries, no mm. gifts. That's sad. All right, um, what's what's the next one you have queued up there, Harrison? You're a regular fucking Bing Crosby. Here we go. Here's uh, John Prine with Christmas in Prison. Another country guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is the it is the language of sadness. So, or at least it used to be. It used to be really sad. The music yeah. now, I think country music's basically the Special Olympics of music. Right. Yeah. It's Modern the, country. The headsets. Yeah. That's when things changed. Contemporary country. Things took a Special dark Olympics turn. of music. was Christmas in prison and the food was real good we had turkey and pistols carved out of wood nice and I dream of all right all right you get the idea there I mean Wackerly's a big fan of John Prine I've never been super into him but uh but yeah there there's a, I can understand the sad country songs but the ones that I don't get are the ones where they make little kids sing 
Like, uh, what, what did you, you have one queued up there, don't you? Whether it's like, was it Dear Mr. Jesus or something? I don't have that queued up. Oh, you did queue that? It was horrific. I mean, it's, but it's like a little kid singing. Yeah. There was one that came out like a, a few yeah. years ago called The Red Shoes. And they made a whole video about like this, this really poor woman wanted these shoes and she asked Jesus for the shoes. And then, and like, yeah, and like Christians. But Jesus just, had sandals. He doesn't know shit about yeah, shoes. He doesn't know yeah. shit about it. But Christians go fucking nuts over that stuff. They go crazy and they start like, oh, I'm going to give money to, to whatever. Get her some shoes. You know? Um, what What is your favorite Christmas song, Lenore? Uh, Santa Claus is a black man. <laughs> Santa Claus is a black man. I've not talked about black Santa twice. This sounds yeah, like a I big know, this, obsession. I, I guess I, I just like black say. Santa, okay? Is this a fetish with you? I just <laughs> think it's cool. Well, what, you, we, do you have that one queued up oh, there? Oh, yeah. Here's an, all right. Did you say this from the John Waters yeah. special? I want to meet a black Santa. We can go to Crenshaw, dude. I'm excited about the black yeah, Santa. That's good. It's a good song. I like the beat. But once again, it's another little kid singing. How 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 badly? How many teeth will I lose if I do the black power salute in the photo? Oh, the black Santa. I don't know, oh. but uh, that would be great. Let's take bets on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering. Yeah, how fast mm. you'll get knocked out. Mm. All right, well, what is your favorite uh, holiday song? You already know mine. Mine's Fairy Tale of New York. I mean, I, I hate all holiday songs. Um, I, I don't like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, but if I ever killed myself. I would make sure there's a record player that just keeps playing that song oh. over and over again. Just so repeat, whoever just... found my body would just. Hear the song oh playing over and over again. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It makes me want to kill myself. With yeah. the creaking of my fucking hanging corpse <laughs> from the ceiling, you know? Yeah, I mean, so I guess I, I got if I got to choose something, I'll choose this one. Oh, a Christmas monster song. <laughs> My monsters were having a yuletide hassle. The tree was you, you should really make a monster tribute band. Would that be great? Well, yeah, he's always, he's always, for those people who don't know, he's always singing songs about Dracula, like yeah. constantly. Like seriously, people, I'm gonna mic this guy like, surreptitiously <laughs> so you can hear these Dracula yeah, they're songs. They're great. I'm never conscious of doing it, but they're awesome. Yeah. No, it's like and you know, loud. They're awesome yeah. and loud. Well, you know how like people have nervous tics where they're like yeah. constantly like tapping their wrists or like yeah. that's his nervous tic. Dracula songs. is a Dracula song, a nonsensical mm. song about yes. Dracula. Yeah. Um, and you don't even know you're doing with various it. accents too. That's mm. the interesting thing. You well, can kind of the tell. monster. You do Vincent Price. You do some other ones. He yes. does, he does like he does like a weird like Borat voice like it, accent. It's very like uh, Aspergers re. <laughs> yeah, very autistic yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I, I kind of is very Rain Man to me. Eh, like, you know something. Yeah, I, but it's I, something. I, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't help me fucking count cards. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I if you if you want fucking 10 doo-wop songs about the goddamn mummy i can help there you, you out there you can there do you that go. you I excel can, at yeah. that and he plays the banjo if you didn't know no, did you know that i did know that yeah you play the banjo i do it does are you good well the, the fun thing about the banjo is you don't that you have to be good you don't have to be yeah. good you can actually be mediocre and to a um 
the Not uninitiated, <laughs> you sound good. Yeah, like uh, Harold Lamont. And Harold just picked it up just like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they, you know, they have a list of all these uh, Christmas songs that are depressing, but the number one depressing Christmas song on the list is very depressing. I listened to it today at work and I was like, God, this is very sad. It's called Faith in Santa, the Billy's Christmas Wish. And it's by a guy named Red Sovine. He wrote this in 1965. I would say this is probably the most anti-Mary anthem I've ever heard. It's kind of like in his, in his he kind of does that half-sung, half-spoken style. He mm. recounts the experience of a street-corner Santa Claus when little Billy, a raggedy, underfed, shoeless runaway, hopped on top of his lap, changed his life. It's a story within a song. So we're going to end the show here with Faith in Santa, Billy's Christmas Wish. Um, very sad song. Uh, people, Merry Christmas. And uh, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> Lenore, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping you're able to change some laws and I hope they take that guy off the streets. Yeah, thank you. And have me back sometime. We'll talk about something fun. I feel bad. We're so serious. Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a dark, but it's the I holidays. Know. I like being I dark That's on the true. holidays. That's true. It yeah, is important. And we're about, about to end the show with the most depressing Christmas song of all time. Uh, Harrison, uh, Merry Christmas. Aren't you going, uh, do you go to like Rhode Island or whatever? I do. So I'm doing back, that. Yeah, back with the family. Very exciting. All right. Well, yeah. uh, Merry Christmas, people. Uh, this is the end of part one of the Sick and Wrong Holiday Show. We'll be back with part two with uh, special guests uh, Steel and Wackerly next week. So, until um, then, Merry Christmas. <laughs> The fat man sat on the busy street corner His white beard and red suit in rhyme His ho-ho brought joy to the children For again it was Christmas time His belly would shake as he merrily laughed Spreading his Christmas joy I'm Santa, come sit on my knee, he'd say To each little girl and boy But standing apart from the merry crowd Stood a lad about seven years old with no coat to cover his bony frame He was shaky and weak from the cold He had no shoes to warm his feet He looked hungry, just skin and bone But with a look of peace on his humble little face He just stood there all alone When Santa saw the boy, a sympathy grew And he said, come here lad, come here to me He covered the trembling frame with his robe As he placed the child on his knee the boy looked up into Santa's eyes with worship for the bearded man. And he said, my name's Billy and I love you, sir. Why, you're the grandest in all the land. And I didn't mean to be no trouble, Santa. He went on trying hard to smile. But I heard you laughing and I saw the kids and I thought I'd just watch for a while. But I won't bother you with wanting nothing, sir. Cause I already know I've been bad. Santa looked down at the poor little ragged boy and he said, Son, where's your mother and dad? Well, my daddy lives in prison, Santa. That's what mama says anyhow. They say he shot mama's boyfriend. He's been there a long time now. And me and mama, we live with Mr. Brown now. Mom works at the bar every day. Mr. Brown just drinks beer and cusses a lot whenever I get in his way. So I've been gone about four days now, Santa. I've been sleeping in cars that I find. And I know that makes me a bad boy. 
but you sure have been treating me kind. I've been praying for you since I've been big enough, Santa, every Christmas Eve night. And then the next day, the kids have all the toys, and I know that you made it all right. And I'm so glad to see them so happy as I go walking along. But my stocking is always empty, and that's how I know I've done wrong. Mr. Brown told me all about it. He says I just ain't no good. And I know he's right, cause you never came, sir. And I know if I wasn't bad, then you would. It's okay, son, Santa muttered. Such faith he had not seen in a while. Though a tear was straining to fill his eyes, he looked down at the lad with a smile. Just tell Santa what you'd like, son. Anything you might have in mind. I didn't know where you lived before, Billy, but I promise I won't miss you next time. Little Billy's face quickly grew brighter, such luck he would never have guessed. After thinking a while, he finally said, Well, sir, I might just have one request. Have you ever been to heaven, Santa? Why, I bet you know God as good as you are. Could I just ride up to Jesus' house, sir, if it's not too awful far? He might just let me live there a while. Daddy says he likes little boys. And I wouldn't take up too much room, sir. I'd just sit in the back with the toys. And I promise not to be bad, Santa. And I could help God do his chores. And he might even let me see Daddy. And I wouldn't be hungry no more. I'm so tired and sleepy now, Santa, said the child as he looked toward the skies. With a sigh, he relaxed against Santa's chest and peacefully closed his eyes. Santa quickly felt for the little boy's pulse. Someone please get a doctor, he said. But when the ambulance took little Billy away, everyone knew he was dead. The children had grown more silent as they listened to the little boy. They were no longer happy and laughing. His story had stolen their joy. They looked to Santa for comfort. He fought for the right words to say. And he said, now kids, don't be sad for Billy, cause he just went to heaven today. He wanted to go and live with God, so now everything's all right. Let thoughts of Billy make your hearts be kind, and I'll see you all Christmas Eve night. Merry Christmas, everybody.
here at AdamandEve.com, especially if you enter the coupon code DIDDLE with D-I-D-D-L-E, we will make sure that you get 50% off your dildo accessory needs. We make sure of it. And and to make sure that you you get your dildo accessory needs, we will give you a big-ass fucking dildo for free. Now, we're not guaranteeing anything because, well, let's just be be honest here. We're all we're all Jewish. We're all Jewish here at the Sick and Wrong podcast. But I, you know what? Let's stop. 